0: Going to Isaiah chapter 59 this morning, verse 1 through verse 10. Amen. Isaiah 59, verse 1 through verse 10. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sin have hid his face from you that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue have muttered perverseness. None call it for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockroach eggs and weed the spider's web. He that eateth at their eggs dieth, and that which is crushed break out into a viper." The webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. The works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destructions are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither does justice overtake us. We wait for light, but there is obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. And I want to talk to you today from this thought, traversing the fog. Traversing the fog. Father, again, I love you. I thank you again. Give me wisdom, O God, for your people today. Touch us today, Lord Jesus. Let your glory be over this house. Oh, God, give us clear understanding today, Lord God, as we seek for you, Lord, and touch our hearts and with our minds and clear us, oh, God, today, Lord, that we can see clearly what you are trying to do in every life, Lord, and we will give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Traversing the fog. One of the things I, living in Germany for so many years, you get used to is that Germany has lots of fog. (laughs) I mean, it gets heavy. If you think here in the Likuli region, in the valley, when this little fog rolls in, it is nothing. Usually, by the time you leave La Crosse and get out by the mall, you can see usually where you're going. But in Germany, I mean, it gets in in that miles and miles and miles and miles of nothing but fog, and you have to learn how to traverse through that fog to get where you're going. Amen. And sometimes it's not uncommon that you will run up into a traffic jam uh, because you can't see. And so one of the things they highly encourage for you to do is put fog lights on your car so that you it will help you to be able to see through some of that fog at least a few feet ahead of you so you can see where you are heading and that's what I want to talk to us about today is traversing the fog. The book of Isaiah is one of the first, uh, uh, one of the most valuable to me. I think of the Old Testament books uh, uh, in the Bible. In the Old Testament, is one of the first key major prophets uh, in the Bible, and it was written as you study. Under King Uzziah, and under King Jotham, and under King Ahaz, and under King Hezekiah. It's in the book of Isaiah that you find in the 6th chapter that Isaiah receives his calling. It says, Amen, that in the year the King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, in His train filled the temple. He says, Above it stood the serpents, each having six wings, and with twain they covered their face and with twain they covered their feet and with twain they did cry and they cried one to another holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts the whole earth is full of His glory and the posts of the door moved at them that cried "Amen." and the house was filled with smoke and then said I woe is me for I am undone for I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the King the Lord of hosts and then flew one of the serpents underneath to me, having a live cold in his hand, which he had taken with the tongue from off the altar, and he placed it upon my mouth, and said, so, Lo, this is touched thy lips, and thine iniquities move, and thy sins perch. And he said, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying unto me, Who shall go for us, and whom shall I send? Then said I, Here my Lord, send me. Amen. He, he received his calling under the book of Isaiah. Some scholars have studied this book uh, as the botanicist studied flowers, and they're amazed at what they are finding. It is the book of Isaiah, the first major prophet, that exposed to you the more of Jesus Christ as being God than any other Old Testament book. Matter of fact, Isaiah exposed Jesus as being God so strongly that even the Jews call it a controversial book and won't even read it today, because they know if they study it, they're going to realize that Jesus was God and they will understand what Peter meant on the day of Pentecost when he says, You crucified your Lord of glory. Isaiah is called by some as the prophet of the redemption. Inside of it is filled with warnings and exhortation and divine judgments and predictions of a better day and the coming of the Messiah. His writings deal with concerning sins and misery of the people and promises of salvation. Salvation and songs of confidence in God and God's care over His vineyard. He speaks of the promises of a righteous king and the outpouring of the Spirit and the exhortation of righteousness and the turning of the wilderness into a garden of the Lord. The key word in this whole book is that of salvation, which displays Isaiah's name himself as salvation is Jehovah. Which is the meaning of the name Isaiah? He speaks of many things of salvation, and Isaiah twelve three he speaks of wells of salvation, and Isaiah twenty five nine he speaks of joy of salvation, and Isaiah twenty six one he speaks of walls of salvation, and Isaiah forty five seventeen he talks about everlasting salvation, and Isaiah forty nine eight he talks about the day of salvation. In Isaiah 52, 7, He talks about the feats of the hells of salvation. In Isaiah 52, 10, He speaks of spreads of salvation. In Isaiah fifty-nine sixteen. He speaks of the arm of salvation. In Isaiah 59, 17, He talks about the helmet of salvation. In Isaiah sixty-one ten. He talks about the garment of salvation of Salvation and Isaiah 62 1 He talks about the light of salvation. If ever been a book uh, that you need to understand the key and the importance of having salvation in your life, uh, Isaiah puts pen to the matter. amen. And He calls for us to take heed and He warns us not to be caught up uh, into the things of the world because there is an eternal life uh, and there. there. There is eternal salvation. And He wants us to be encouraged by knowing that there is great salvation everywhere in God. Then He speaks of seven everlasting. In Isaiah 26, 4, He lets us know that there's everlasting strength. In Isaiah 33, 14, He lets us know there's everlasting judgment. In Isaiah 35, 10, He lets us know again that there's everlasting joy. In Isaiah 45, 17, He lets us know there's everlasting salvation. In every, amen. Isaiah 54, 8, He lets us know that there's everlasting... Everlasting kindness. In Isaiah 55.3, He lets us know there's an everlasting covenant. In Isaiah 60, 19, He lets us know there's everlasting light. Amen. In that city where the Lamb is the light, in that city where there cometh no night. Amen. The Old Testament, amen, is Jesus Christ concealed, and the New Testament is Jesus revealed. The Old Testament of in revelation to Jesus Christ has been God to many is foggy. Amen. And they can't seem to traverse. They can't seem to see. As Paul says, now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face, we will know him. Amen. We will see him. For all eyes shall see him as he is. So we shall all, Paul said, stand before the judgment seats of God to give an account of the things done in this life, whether good or evil. Amen. We need to get the fog cleared away so we can see those shores and that city where the Lamb is delight. In 1952, Frederick uh, Chadwick, a young swimmer, a young girl, she had swam the English Channel twice, amen, back and forth. She was a great swimmer. And in 1952, she made a choice. She says, I'm going to swim from the Catalina Islands to the shores of California. And she jumped in the water, amen, and if it got foggy. 15 hours, to show girl swam. As she swam. As she swam. They had boats around her to escort her as she swam. But because she could not see the shore, she got tired. And eventually, after 15 hours, she says, take me out of the water. Her mother said to her, amen. Florence, you can make it. Come on, Florence, you can do it. You've swam the English Channel two times. You can make it where almost there she says no mom take me out of the water i'm tired it's too foggy i can't see where i'm going and i can't see what i'm doing and they took her out of the water and as they pull her out of the water it was there that she realized that she was only a half a mile to the shore fog couldn't see And at the conference the next day, she says, if I could have just seen, I think I could have made it. If I could have just seen the shore, I think I could have. Have made it does those words relate to any of you? amen today, amen sometimes we live our lives in a fog and in trouble, amen, and in weariness and and doubt and depression and health problems and employment and and financial uncertainty and strained relationships and loss of loved ones amen, because it becomes foggy and we lose our focus amen there's going to be those times uh, that we can't seem to see clearly. As Paul says, I'm looking through a class darkly, but one day I know we will be face to face. We have times of joy and celebration, but let's face it, uh, we're living in a world today of struggles and suffering and death, uh, the devastations of earthquakes uh, and tsunamis, and now here we are with floods uh, And in Houston and storms coming around Florida. We got wildfires, wildfires. We've got snowstorms. And we just can't seem to see where we're going. Our problems uh, seem to be surmounting to them compared to other people. But some of us uh, have faced personal earthquakes uh, in our lives and personal tsunamis. It seems like the fog uh, is surrounding us. and I can't see where I'm going. It seems to be difficult to traverse and get to where I'm trying to go. I just can't seem to see where I'm headed. But I want to encourage you. Get your focus like the old saints did. They had their minds set on heaven. Those songs you sung, there was old saints that wrote those because they was looking for that city where the Lamb was to light. They was looking that building it was God they was not about to let anything stop them that's why they sung oh I want to see him I want to look upon his face there to sing forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory let me lift my voice cares all past home at last ever to rejoice they had to traverse the fog amen to be able to get there they had to keep their eyes on the distant shores. They had to look unto Him whose builder and maker was God. Yes, troubles came their way, but they didn't lose their focus. Yes, they had hardship, but they didn't lose their focus. They had songs of deliverance that they sung about God. They knew that God was coming. They knew that He would bring them to the other side. Even though it was dark, even though it was foggy, they still could they are pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Today, people don't know where they're going. They don't know who they are and what they're trying to be because of fog. Sin has a way of blinding you, casting a fog so you cannot see the shoreline. Amen. Florence says, if I could have just saw the shore, I could have made it. Amen. See, that's what the enemy wants. He wants to clog and and cloud your vision. He wants to prevent you from being able to see what Jesus is trying to do in your life. The light seems to be obscure. It seems to be unclear. It seems to be ambiguous and uncertain at times. But you, my brother, set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth for your life is hid in Christ and when Christ who is our Savior shall appear then shall we be with him in glory we may have problems and we may have circumstance but keep your eyes on the distant shores yes there's going to be waters of affliction and rivers of depression but keep your eyes on the prize of the high calling of God and Christ Jesus. Florence says take me out of the water. I can't do this anymore. You see when you walk away from God that's what you're saying is take me out of the water because I can't see where I'm going and what God is trying to show me. Sometimes it's easy to quit when we don't realize what God is doing and where he's trying to take us because I can't see the end result Today, many wants to see the end results before they walk the line. But I come to tell you today, keep staying with it. Stay focused on where God is trying to take you. He won't leave you. He will not forsake you. You've got exceeding precious promises from Him that I will be with you even unto the ends of the world. I may not know where this job is going to take me. It might be foggy right now. But i I've got to keep pressing on. I don't know where this next class is going to take me, but I've got to keep pressing on. I don't know where this ministry is going to wind up, but I've got to keep pressing on. Yes, I'm tired, but I've got to keep pressing on because if I lose my eyes of the shore, if I lose my eyes where God has taken me, then I'm going to lose out completely. I've got to traverse the fog. Paul says in the book of Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 3, he says, But if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. We're always bearing about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Christ, Amen, I mean, of Jesus may be manifested in our body. You see, one of the problems, I believe, with Israel was they could not see the other side. They came to the Red Sea, and because they lost focus, you see, all Israel could see was death and drowning at the Red Sea. But God just kept saying, go forth. Keep going. Don't turn around. Don't give up. Keep going. But God, where are you? I can't see the shore of the Other side, he says, "Don't give up. Keep going. I am with you. God is too deep in the middle of the Red Sea, and I might drown. I know, but keep going. Keep pressing on. But God, where are you? God, I can't see you. But keep going. Keep pressing towards the mark of the prize. Set your affections on things above. Don't let hardship stop you. Don't let beating stop you. Don't let in prison stopped you. Don't let anything hinder you because I am told you to go forth. Amen. For says, if I could just have seen the shorelines, I knew I could have made it. Isn't it that way sometimes? If I can see the end, then I can take that journey. I know where I'm going. But with God, He doesn't show us the end. He's told us about the end. Now you've got to walk by faith and not by sight. We can't give up. We've got to keep traversing the fog. We've got to keep walking this way. Know ye not that they which run in a race, run all. So run that you might receive the prize. So run that you might obtain. Don't let the fog stop you. Don't let the fog hinder you. Fret not little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So keep pressing. No, I can't see it's going to lead me, but I have an exceeding precious promises that I'll get there if I just keep pressing on towards the mark of the prize. No, Israel, just keep walking. I've called you out. I'm taking you through. Just walk by faith and not by sight. It's in that fog. As I said, in Germany, It's foggy, and you better have a whole lot of faith, amen, to traverse through that stuff. You will trust God when you're in that thickness, amen. You can't see, amen. In the military, they had us put whoopee lights on top of our vehicles, these big yellow lights, like you see going down the road on wide loads, amen, because sometimes the Germans, they would not slow down, amen, amen in the fog and sometimes they might have a clear spot and then all of a sudden you're right in the fog and they would run into the back of one of those fuel tankers you know and that thing would burst into flames and they're gone just that quick see that's why you got to learn how to traverse navigate come across that fog amen the light is still burning Amen. I know you're saying, where's God sometime? Amen. I hear people all the time saying, where's God in all this? Where is he at? Oh, God, if I knew that this is what you wanted me to do. Amen. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. Amen. Just keep traversing through the fog. Yes, it's obscured. Yes, it's blinding. Yes, it's dark out there sometimes. But keep walking through the fog. Keep going on. Amen. If I could have just seen it, Florence said, I could have made it. Why not make it without seeing? Purpose in your heart. I'm going to make it without seeing. Isaiah says, amen. God's hand ain't short. That he can't reach you. Neither is the dear ear deaf that he can't hear you. He says "The sin is clouding the vision. See, sin will cause you to not be able to see where God is trying to take you. He says judgment is turn around backwards. Think about it. Right is wrong and wrong is right. <laughs> it's turn around backwards. That's why you can't see. It's foggy. Justice standing far off. Amen. It's like it can't hear. We're calling for justice. Amen. I can see that's wrong. But because of the fog. They can't see. Truth, he says, is falling in the street. False witnesses are prevailing over true witnesses in the court of law. It's foggy. Equity can't enter in. Amen. It's not even emitted inside the courtrooms these days. It's foggy out there. Fog. 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 And you've got to learn how to traverse, amen, this fog that we're living in. Sin will cast the haze over you if you're not careful and prevent you from seeing. It will block your vision of where God is trying to take you. You will have a distorted view of God if you allow sin to get into your life, amen, and hinder you from seeing what God is trying to do in your life. Isaiah says they're groping out of the wall like a blind man. They're trying to find it. They're trying to feel through it, and you can't see where you're going. Uh, amen. This is why we've got to repent, uh, Peter says. Uh, amen. And be. Baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ so you can clear the fog because the sun is what burns away the fog. As you have the sun, it will burn away any fog. The stronger the sun, the less the fog. The brighter the light, the less the fog. This is why Jesus says, You are the light of the world. You're a city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. If you put Jesus uh, first and foremost uh, in your life, uh, it will burn away the fog, uh, and you'll be able to see clearly where you're headed uh, and where you're going. Uh, the Spirit will lead you. The Spirit will guide you. It will be your GPS. Uh, it will be just like a pilot flying a plane. Uh, the Spirit will lead you to the shore where you're trying to get to. Jesus says in Luke 12, 35, let your Be girded with truth uh, and let your lights be burning. I come to tell you today, you've got to let the light burn. Uh, Don't be like the foolish virgins who let the lamp go out. Uh, You are the city on the hill. You've got to keep burning uh, at another log. Of the purpose uh, to your life, uh, of the commitment uh, that I'm going to burn unto the coming of the Lord. Uh, Jesus says in John 8 and 12, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Uh, i come to tell you today that He wants you to have light. You can see the shore. you just got to learn how to traverse through the fog that's around you right now. And that starts with Set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. For your life is hid in Him today. Praise God. The shore is better. Jesus is the shore. Amen. In Acts 27. And I'm closing here. Praise God. Paul is on his way to Rome when you read Acts 27. And he says, when neither day nor night appeared and all hoped that we should be saved was gave, lost. Amen. They couldn't see. They was in a storm, almost like what's happening down in Florida right now. And he calls it Urochiladon. Amen. They lightened the load out of the ship. They threw things out, but it still didn't make a difference. Amen. Sometimes you can start throwing stuff out and try to get stuff away, but it's not going to make a difference. Amen. But then all of a sudden, an angel appeared on Paul. pole whom he says, whom I am and whom I serve, said fear not Paul, for you must be brought also to Rome. And he says, sirs, I believe God that it's going to be just as he told me. God says, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself, that where I am there you shall be also. That's a promise. And I've got to traverse the fog until he gets back here to get me, no matter what's around me. Amen. I'm going to see him. Yes, in Acts 27 we see that the ship fell totally apart. It hit a reef uh, and broke into all kinds of pieces. But all oh, 276 people on that ship they made it to shore safely. What did they do? They grabbed a life preserver. They grabbed a piece of that ship. Amen. And they made it to shore safely. 276 people when it was foggy when they couldn't see I come to tell you today just get a piece of the ship and hold on it is the old ship of Zion it is the hope for the lost and the dying it is the soul saving station it is the tower of salvation it's been through the wind but the wind couldn't turn it it's been in the fire but the fire couldn't burn it fed to the lines and the lions come eat it, fought a lot of wars, but never defeated. I'm talking about the church and the book of Revelation. It's built on the rock. It's got a firm foundation. It's been through the fire. It's been through the flood. But one of these days the church is going to move up a little higher. Amen. And what more shall I say, Paul says, for the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of J- Japheth, of David also, and Samuel and the prophets, who befrives the new kingdom, work righteousness, obtain promises, shut them of the mouths away, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword." Out of weakness, was made strong. Wakes violent in flight, turned to fight the armies of the aliens. Women receiving their dead raised to life again, and others as tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And had to have trial of cruel markings, as scourging, and scourging, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, they were tempted. They were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destituted and afflicted and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves in the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Wherefore, seeing we, are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sins which have so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finish of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God for consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against himself lest you be weary and faint in your own mind Don't give up. Amen. You can see the shore. Just traverse through the fog. Amen. The light afflictions, which is only for a moment, they are working in you. A more eternal and exceeding weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And we can see the shore. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise God. Paul writing to the church at Hebrews in the tenth chapter, verse thirty-five through eleven one. Says, Cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and would not tarry. Now, the just have got to live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back into perdition. We are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Amen. There is a shore on the other side. And one day, we're going to step off this old ship onto that old sure where there'll be no more sorrow, there'll be no more pain, there'll be no more suffering, and we will reign with Him forever and evermore. Amen. Rejoicing with the Lord always, forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Do you have heaven on your mind? Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 Listen to this song as you pray, for we dismiss today. Amen. And just traverse the fog. Amen. The things that are around you, just listen.